preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. Seems like you two have a friendship over there. What's going on? <laughs> I just have a question. Every time we do the show, Boog the Studio Cat is in the, the big, comfortable executive chair, and I'm stuck over here in the corner on a bar stool. Yeah, that's uh, that's supposed to be your chair that uh, Boog the uh, Studio Cat's in. <laughs> he kind of took it over and kind of pushed me out, and I'm stuck on this little bar stool, and he's, you know, he's the boss, I guess. And not only that, you have to caress him. Throughout the entire show. Yeah, people don't know that, is that I have to brush him. He comes up to the chair and expects it throughout the show. Imagine a very hairy studio. <laughs> well, today your horror, st- your horror stories continue. Yeah, I know you're saying November. Well, we have horror story rollover. I guess apparently you didn't use all your quota. <laughs> uh, up for grabs a scoop-free automatic litter. Five of them, in fact, for your horror stories at one 405 8405 I don't know what the deal is. They said go another week with the horror stories. They love Ooh, them. I love them, too. Also, if you're planning on adding a new baby to the household. Uh, four-legged or two-legged? Two-legged, the human kind. Okay. Dr. Jim Humphreys schooling you on babies and dogs. Also, Joanne Carson. Uh, that was the second wife of Johnny Carson. I don't know. How many did he have? Eight? He, he, no, he actually had four, but but number one was Joan, number two was Joanne, and number three was Joanna. And then he broke that cycle with Alexis, number four. Uh, there you go. Okay, well, that's interesting. Uh, well, she's Dr. Carson, by the way, and she's auctioning items from Truman Capote's memorabilia. Apparently, wow. they, were, they were an item at one time, too. It's all going to the animals. Uh, that's what Truman would have liked, according to her. And I uh, will yap with her in just a few minutes. one 405 Hi, who's this? This is Carrie Maeda. Hi, Carrie. How are you doing? Fine. How are you? Good. Where are you calling from? Torrance, California. You must be listening on uh, either Coast or K-Big, I imagine? Coast, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, you have a horror story, I understand. Yes, I do. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, we have a cat named Halpia. And we moved about four years ago into our current house, and we were getting carpet put in one morning, and we had put the cats in the back in the den Uh with my son and my mother-in-law, and in the afternoon, we realized we couldn't find Halpia. Oh, the, the, not under the carpet, I hope. They didn't They didn't put <laughs> carpet no. o- lay the carpet over him? No, no lumps in the carpet. Okay. And um, so I went back, and all of a sudden, because um, the door, the back door was open, so I figured she had escaped or something, and there was this cat in there, this, this black cat, filthy, dirty cat, and I thought, oh, my gosh, where'd this stray cat come from? And I'm going, oh, ugh. You know, it just kind of was like, oh, my God, what are we going to do with this stray cat? It just looked terrible. And I looked at it again, and there were these eyes going, it's me, it's me. <laughs> and so it was, I go, oh, my God, it's Halpia. So we grabbed her, and but she got away again, and she ran straight up into the fireplace. Oh, no. Yeah, so she had been in the fireplace all morning, and we couldn't get her down. And finally, about 8.30 at night, we put some food under there, and she finally came down. And it took my husband and my two sons a half an hour to clean her in the tub. <laughs> I have wow. to ask, what color is she normally? She is a light uh, reddish, um, kind of a whitish reddish. Wow. She's uh, a half Himalayan cat. She's a beautiful cat. And um, <laughs> wow, <laughs> it was a- like... I couldn't even believe it. I, I had no idea that cats went up fireplaces. Oh, I, I can't imagine, uh, I guess, uh, climbing up bricks. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's a spot up there where the flute is yes. that they consider something. So we had to get those oh, no. fireplace covers with the glass so 
wow. You know, and we, because um, she tried to go up there one more time when uh-huh. we put a box there, so we had to get those glass ones. But is she still with us? Yes, she is. She's in fact, she's looking at me right now. Well, t- how old is she now? She's ten. Ten years old. We're going to send her some gifts, okay? Oh. And I'm also going to get uh, you and her qualified for an automatic, a scoop-free automatic litter, which will change your life. Hey, that sounds good to us because we have two cats, so that'd work great. Well, two cats. What you do is uh, you put. Uh, you, you, if you had two litters, you could change them every thirty days, or use one litter. We we suggest you'd use two of them. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we'll get you qualified here, and uh, that sounds like one of the stories that could very well win. It. This is the kind of story that yes. we're looking for. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was quite a surprise to us, but we're happy. We we're just happy she was around. But uh, I'm glad. I'm glad it turned out so great. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We want to hear from you and all your horror stories. Hold on. Okay. Thank you. Well, if you listen to Animal Radio for a half a minute, you know that I love to cook cook for my animals, especially around this time of year. <laughs> well, you laugh, Judy, because I don't even cook for myself. So, well, they're they're the only ones that won't uh, they won't bitch and moan about uh, how you screwed up or burnt uh, burnt the food, <laughs> and you, you get a chance to experiment. And there's a new book out that uh, we got the author on. It's a great book. It's called The Dog Ate It: Cooking for Yourself. And your four-legged friends, Linda West Eckhart. Hi, how are you doing? Well, I'm great. I'm so glad to hear you singing my song. Yeah, you, you feel the same way, huh? You I like sure do. Yes. Uh, there's uh, a lot of things that you can cook for your animal, but there's very few recipe books that are uh, really cover it all as, as yours does. And I got to say, the food that's in there—it's not like the hot dogs and weenies. No, no, no. Uh, no, this is the high-end stuff. I'm looking uh, everything from uh, uh, Dover Sole, Rover Dover Sole, <laughs> yeah. uh, to, uh, well, there's appetizers, shrimp, uh, cornbread. Tell us a little bit about the inspiration for the book. Well, this I've had dogs and raised dogs all my life, as has my co-author. And about three years ago, I got a new puppy, about coincidentally with the time when they were talking about mad cow disease on the news. And I grew up in Hereford, Texas, which has feedlots all around the town, and I know what happens to the downer cows. They send them to the pet food plant. So I thought, hey, I'm not doing that. I've got this cute little sweet dog. I'm going to start cooking for this dog all the time. So that was the way, the basis for it. And I called up my friend Barbara, who has always cooked for her dog. Uh And so we began to just put this book together and study and think. And, you know, the thing of it is, it's fun to cook for your dog. For sure. And you can eat it, too. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, people say to me all the time, I don't even have time to cook for myself. How Uh can I cook for the dog? I say, hey, kill two birds with one stone. Cook for both of you. Yeah. Great. I I don't like to cook at all, but if I could do one meal that would feed both, I love time savers. And I'll tell you something, the gratitude that comes in a dog's eyes when you cook for them. <laughs> I'm telling you, you'll be a gourmet within a year, trust me. And they don't know when you mess up. <laughs> I know. Oh, but now wait. People say, oh, that's cheating because dogs will eat anything. Uh-huh. Not true. Oh, when what? I was testing recipes for this book, there were many times, I have two big hunk-a-munk of dogs, and many times when there would be something left on the floor in the kitchen that they'd picked out or wouldn't eat at all. What, what were some of the failures that didn't make the book? Well, the the interesting thing about dog people say dogs don't have preferences uh-huh. i have one dog who will not eat carrots now most dogs love carrots yeah that's what we've heard they're great treats i know they're great treats and most dogs are crazy about them but i have one dog who picks out i don't care how small <laughs> the carrot is in the recipe uh-huh. and in the dish that dog picks them out he does not like carrots so there you go 
What I see, there's sushi in uh, the index here. What's that about? Well, sure. You know, when I go to the sushi restaurant, I'm, my mouth is, I mean, my eyes are always bigger than my stomach, yeah. so I end up ordering too much. And mm-hmm. I always bring it home for the dog because sushi is really quite good for them. Really? You know, yeah, sure. It gives them all kind of trace minerals, and it's a high-quality protein. And uh, so I always bring home sushi. And, like, today for lunch, I'll tell you what we had for lunch. We had uh, tagliatelle, which is an Italian, you know, sort of thin, like an egg noodle, uh-huh. and a cream sauce with peas and basil mm. and smoked salmon. <laughs> I'm coming over. We all enjoyed it a lot. Are these recipes healthy for me and for my dog? Yes, they are. They're very healthy for you and your dog. Now, you want to know why. There's no processed food here. Uh And the recipes are divided into two kind of types. Uh, There are people who want to cook something and stand in the kitchen and really work at it for 15 or 20 minutes, you know, stir fries and Uh saute. So there are recipes in there that fall into that category. And my friend, my co-author, really does that. She has little Bichon Frises, sometimes as many as five. Wow. And she that's what she does. She likes to cook things really fast. Now, me, I'm more of a cook-all-day girl. So we I use a lot of crock-pot recipes. And the really standard thing, my, one of my favorites and one of my dog's favorites, is just chicken noodle soup. I mean, what could be better than that? You put a chicken in the crock-pot, fill it half full of water, uh, cook it. And I, the only thing I season it with is uh, seaweed, which gives the dogs trace minerals and gives them a salty flavor without really putting salt in it. And then at the end of the day, you just add noodles and cook them till they're done, and boom, just like Mother used to make. <laughs> no trouble at all. Now, for cat lovers, I would imagine that uh, even, like, the Simply Shrimp cocktails could be shared with your cat. Well, yeah. In fact, I have two dogs and three cats, and okay. the food is always put down where they can all get it. Now, cats are so picky that they won't eat everything. You know, they're not nearly as as accepting as dogs are. So when people ask me if I'm going to follow up this book with a book about cats, I say, no, I couldn't stand the rejection. I don't think I can write a book for cats. Now, will we find entrees and uh, desserts? Yeah, there's everything. It's just like a normal cookbook. Yeah. There's salads. There, dogs love salad. My dogs. Really? I mean, my dogs love vinaigrette as long as you use good <laughs> olive oil. And they <laughs> know the difference, huh? Yeah, they like vinaigrette made with balsamic vinegar and olive oil. And they'll eat. My dogs eat any kind of salad. Barbara's dogs. She gives them cucumbers for a snack. So wow. So dogs like. Uh, uh, Raw vegetables and cooked, and they also like soup. And, of course, we have a big treats chapter in here. Naturally, people want to make treats for their dog, uh-huh. and we have dessert. Mm, what kind of good desserts do you have? Well, like we went to a party that we around here, of course, we call it Halloween, H-O-W-L, uh-huh. Halloween. Oh, and the, our friends, we all went and took our pets to this party and put the dogs in costumes and Tex went as a policeman. Of course, he's always trying to <laughs> run everything anyway, so I figured that would be a good thing for him to see. <laughs> and, um, and Lex went as the queen, which she is. I took for that a cake recipe that's normally a bur- in the book. It's called a birthday cake. I'll tell you something. It's just a version of a carrot cake. By the way, Tex does not know it has carrots, so please don't tell him <laughs> because he likes it. Uh-oh. We can't let him know it has carrots. But it's just a carrot cake, but it doesn't have sugar. It has honey in it, and it has uh, peanut butter, which we all know dogs will eat peanut butter off mm-hmm. a spoon. They love peanut butter. So, And I'll tell you another thing that's important to know, though. There is a short list of foods that dogs cannot have, and so if you're 
bringing home leftovers from a restaurant or if you're cooking for your dogs, it's important to know what these things are. Uh, most people know you can't give dogs chocolate uh-huh. or anything with um, caffeine in it, you know, no coffee, no tea. It's not cool to give the dogs beer to drink like college boys are want to do. Shame on you, college boys. I know, it's not a good thing for dogs. It's also, um, uh, onions are not good for dogs. Onions can cause a blood problem in dogs, so... You know, uh-huh. don't give them onions. They shouldn't have macadamia nuts. Can talk, dogs love macadamia nuts? But you can't leave a bowl out where they can get at them because and, you know it, it, it's it's and I love them and I want to leave them out for the guests. So it's kind of uh, tough. How do you do that? I know. Well, you have to put them up high enough where the dog can't get them. Because boy, are you right on. If you put stuff down low and you have company, ooh, uh-huh. your your guest of honor is going to help himself, isn't he? <laughs> You'll have to keep the lid closed. Keep something on top of them. You know yeah, what? that's right. I, I also hear moldy foods are bad. And, yeah, and moldy foods. People will empty the refrigerators and think, oh, well, it's all I know. All it's not a good idea. Not a good. Your dog is not a garbage disposal. Do not do that. <laughs> Despite what you might think, yes. Despite what you might think. And, of course, we all know poultry and pork bones are not good because they can shard in their, you know, puncture their guts, of course. And one thing that I think is, was, I thought was kind of surprising, by the way, we didn't invent this list. We got <laughs> this list from the ASPCA. Yes. It's a completely legitimate list. Oh, and, no, I'll back that up. Yes. Yeah. So, but one of the things that surprised me was xylitol, which is, you know, a mouthful of word that starts yeah. with an X. But it's the artificial sweetener in chewing gum. And if you, like me, I often put my purse on the floor, and you know how nosy nose dogs like to get in your purse and see what's in there for them. Well, if they got into the chewing gum and it had xylitol in it, that's really not a and good thing. And it only takes two pieces of gum to really mess up your dog with xylitol, as you yeah. heard last week. It- Yes. You heard that last week, huh? Yes. Well, what big news story here. Yes. Also, uh, yes. raisins and grapes. Raisins and grapes. And that's another thing they love. You know, you remember the story when you were a kid, Fox and the Grapes? Yes. Nope, don't give them that. Because it kind of has the effect on them that chocolate does. You know, it's such a concentrated sugar. If you're as uh, crazy about your pet and like to cook for your pet as both me and Linda West Eckhart is, you'll want the dog eat it, cooking for yourself and your four-legged friends. I have ten copies to give away, nine copies to give away. <laughs> We're keeping one. <laughs> yeah. 866-405-8405 is the number right now. Otherwise, you can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, just about anywhere. It's an awesome book. We're so out of time, but uh, hopefully we can get together again. I had a lot of fun. I did, too. Thank you so much. This has been a pleasure. Coming up, we have Joanne Carson. Also, if you're planning on adding a baby to your household and you have a dog, you want to listen up. Dr. Jim Humphreys has some advice, tips for you. Animal Radio brought to you by PetStyle. PetStyle.com is America's first lifestyle broadband network dedicated to dog and cat lovers. From premium video content to fun videos you can post, PetStyle is designed with your lifestyle in mind. Log on. Tune in today to PetStyle.com. Have you had a chance to check that out yet? I have. It's awesome. We're glad to have them as sponsors because when you can get associated with a company like this, they have what is essentially YouTube for pet lovers. You'll want to check it out, PetStyle.com. Happy birthday! This is such a cool party. Did you see the cake? I did. Shaped like a doggy bone. So cute. 
How old is the birthday boy in people years? 28. Oh, time flies. I remember when he tinkled on his first fire hydrant. He'll always be my little puppy. There's a place for you and your party animal. PetStyle.com. PetStyle is America's first lifestyle broadband network dedicated to dog and cat lovers like you. At PetStyle, we understand your unique relationship with your pet, so we offer a thousand ways to make it better. PetStyle.com is a video-based online network that's always there for you with original programming, fun amateur videos, training and travel tips, health and wellness, and more. PetStyle is information and entertainment designed with your lifestyle in mind. It's the place to be for you and your party animal. PetStyle.com. Log on and tune in today. Oh, <laughs> looks like you caught me peeking in your bathroom closet. Hi, I'm Be Humane, star of Be Humane Go Shopping. Perhaps you've heard of me. You've got a lot of stuff that was tested on animals. Shampoo, cleaner, mascara. Did you know that some of these companies still test their products on animals? Throw this stuff out. <laughs> You see, you have a choice when buying your household and cosmetic products. You can make a difference for animals by only buying cruelty-free products. What? How do you know these products are cruelty-free? Request a free compassionate shopping guide from AAVS. To know which companies are cruelty-free, just call 1-800-SAY-AAVS or visit www.aavs.org and look for my movie, Be Humane, Go Shopping. Don't forget, 1-800-SAY-AAVS or visit www.aavs.org. Well, you've heard us talking about Get Serious, the pet stain, odor, and pheromone extractor for several months now and how easily it removes carpet stains left from cat vomit. Now I want to talk to you about a problem dog owners face. It's called remarking. If your dog remarks, you might have thought about banishing him from the house or worse, taking him to the shelter. You use other cleaners, but your dog keeps going back to the same spot. Don't blame your pet because you used a product that didn't get the job done. End the problem with Get Serious. The pheromones, there's something you can't smell. They draw them back to the same spot. Get Serious is the only product that totally extracts the pheromones so your pets won't be attracted back to Remark. Get Serious is recommended by rescue groups and veterinarians. And Get Serious keeps pets in homes and out of shelters. You can find Get Serious at PetSmart and in fine pet stores all over. Visit their website at GetSeriousProducts.com. Again, that's GetSeriousProducts.com. Scoop Free is the first litter box you can leave alone for weeks at a time with no scooping, cleaning, or refilling. Scoop Free is a revolution in automatic litter boxes. Its disposable throwaway trays are filled with fresh step crystal litter that provide unbeatable odor control and are so convenient. After about 30 days per cat, just replace a disposable litter tray and that's it. Just load it, leave it, and love it. Available at select pet stores and at ScoopFree.com. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio Network. The Veterinary Minute is brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Made from whole kernel corn, World's Best Cat Litter has superior odor control without the use of perfumes and scents, and is clumpable and scoopable. It is also truly septic safe and flushable. Ask your grocer or pet supply store for World's Best Cat Litter. Pets have to deal with the new baby, too. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys from VNN, reporting for Animal Radio. 
The world has changed since the neighborhood dog languished most of his days outside, and the local cat spent its days cavorting in the subdivision streets. Today, pets are an extension of the family, often a practicing ground for a baby. And there's nothing wrong with all the coddling that comes with that. Birthday parties, the special outfits, the spot on the bed, until, of course, the real baby comes home. Though it sounds just like another opportunity for more pet pampering, bringing baby home to a place where a pet dog or cat has spent time staking out its territory is a serious concern for many new parents, and it should be. This is especially true if the dog or cat has never been around kids or babies. It's a huge change for them. What happens most of the time is when people bring home their new baby, they begin to prioritize, and all their free time goes to the baby, and the pet's routine changes. And all those things combined can make a dog or cat start having behavior problems. With cats, the most common thing is that they stop using their litter box. They urinate or defecate outside of the box, or they do some territorial marking. The new smell of the baby is very different, and they may start marking that baby's room. With dogs, it's a little different, unless they're very, very territorial. Most of the time, dogs just want to be involved, one big happy family. They want to check out the baby, and they might get a little too rough. Or you could be surprised the baby might resemble prey because they're not sure if it's human or a little animal. You may want to make sure they don't confuse the baby with prey. To prevent problems, various humane organizations now teach a dogs to diapers type class. They teach techniques so that the pet gets used to the sounds and smells of a new baby. For cats and dogs, those are the most important senses. You might get some baby lotion, for example, put it on your hands and arms, and then play with your dog or cat. That way, the first time the baby comes in, the pets will get the idea that this is going to be an enjoyable situation, and it won't be so strange at first. You should be able to give your dog or cat at least 10 to 15 minutes twice a day of pretty good attention. Play with them and include them in all the other family activities. If there are more people in the house, sharing responsibilities is easier. If the baby is with you, the dog or cat can enjoy some time. With the other person, spread the attention around a little. When should parents start preparing a pet for a new baby? Get the dog used to walking on a leash, for example. If you want to be taking the stroller out with your new baby and your dog goes along, why not practice with the stroller before baby comes along? This way, the dog gets used to all these new things. With sounds and smells, most parents start after the first trimester. And that gives them about five or six months to gradually get their pet accustomed to the new things. For the Veterinary News Network at myvnn.com, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. Your cat deserves world's best cat litter. A new breed of cat litter with a level of performance that makes it worthy of the name World's Best. Made from whole kernel corn, it binds odors naturally, resulting in superior odor control without the use of perfumes. It is truly flushable, clumpable, scoopable, biodegradable, and septic safe. You just scoop it and flush it. It's ideal for use in self-cleaning litter boxes. It is also veterinarian recommended.
recommended and safe for kittens of all ages. Ask for World Best Cat Litter at your grocery store, PetSmart, Petco, and anywhere fine pet supplies are sold. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. Animal Radio is brought to you by Biospot. Biospot premium flea and tick control products for dogs and cats. One application keeps pets free of fleas and ticks for up to four weeks. Biospot available at your local pet store or visit www.biospot.com. Judy, how would you like to pick up on Truman Capote's MasterCard? Just as a little collector's item, something to hold on to. Oh, I'd love it. I was a big fan of his. Were you? Yes. Okay. Well, you know, there's going to be a big auction coming up. The head of the auction, the person putting it together, is Johnny Carson's second wife, Joanne Carson, and she's joining us from New York. Hi, Joanne. How are you doing? Hi. How are you? Oh, so well, so well. Okay, I'm reading in uh, W Magazine about this awesome awesome auction that you're going to be doing and it's going to be benefiting the animals well this is a strange thing about it how it came about because i have you know truman left me a lot of things in his will and he left me a lot of things in in the house where i was living where he shared with me Uh when he passed away so i've had these things for 22 years and my friend dr gene dodds who's one of the leading veterinarians in this country Uh who is the creator of hemopet the only nonprofit blood bank for dogs and cats and horses. The only me, one? The only non-profit. Oh, okay. They're profitable ones, but she's sure. hers is a non-profit. And she said to me she wanted to build an animal hospice because it's so hard to have to put your baby down. Mm-hmm. It would be wonderful to have a hospice to keep them out of pain and keep them with you a little bit longer. Oh, yes. So I said, how much do you need? She said, $3 million. I said, whoa, it's <laughs> a lot of money. But wait a minute. I think I have an idea. I may be able to contribute a teeny, teeny bit of, bit of that uh-huh. because I can put up Truman's auction, all of his collectibles for sale in an auction in memory of Truman because Truman loved animals Yeah, so he much. would have loved this. Of course. So he would have loved it. Dr. Dodds is going to love it because there will be some money for her to help build her animal hospice. And my heart goes with this. Yeah, it's, it's happening November 9th. It at Bottoms, New York. If your if your <clears throat> listeners can go to I mean, New York weather. I, I it's this air here. I you know I don't trust air. I can't see. It. I can see New York air, <laughs> but it's congesting. But if your if your listeners can go to www.bonhams b o n h a m s dot com, they can see everything that's in the catalog. And there are needlepoint bulldog pillows, Truman had always had bulldogs really? so of course he collected bulldog things so there's lots and lots of bulldogs in the catalog and there's 337 items wow. that are going with a part of it going to build a hospice for an animal where's All this, ho- where this hospice this going is going to, to be built in garden grove california so oh, wow. if any of your listeners want to donate to the hospice just send it to dr gene dodds care of hemopet at Garden Grove, California. I don't know what the zip is. Well, we'll put I know that on the phone website. number. Yes, okay. I'll give you her phone number and people can call and ask for the address. I'll tell you what, after the phone call, we'll, uh, what we'll do is we'll post all this information on our website so oh, people great. can get in immediate contact. Uh, this is, uh, I would imagine there's a lot of interesting stuff in Truman Capote's collection. I would imagine, what, oh, what would you say is the weirdest thing? There's the weirdest thing, the weirdest thing is that I'm putting these up for auction. That's the weirdest thing. <laughs> but his things range every, from a manuscript 
that his last manuscript that he wrote that was published in uh, Vanity Fair in November, mm-hmm. his last manuscript, all the way down to a sterling silver pen from Tiffany's wow. that he wrote with this last manuscript, which is estimated at 50 to $75. Uh-huh. So there is something for everybody's budget. No matter what your budget is, you can slip it in just a little memento from Truman. It's a Truman treasure, because this is a chance for people to walk into the private world of Truman Capote uh-huh. and take home a piece of history. Now, do you have to be in attendance at the auction, or can you purchase things online? Uh, you can put bids in. If you, if, you, if you call Bonhams, New York, uh-huh. uh, it's listed in New York City, Bonhams, B-O-N-H-A-M-S, call, ask information for Bonhams, New York. As for John King, he is the vice president of Bonhams, and he will be very happy to help people take bids and put in bids. And if people are listening in Los Angeles or San Francisco, there's a simulcast there. So they can just go to Bonhams and Butterfields in Los Angeles or San Francisco, and they can bid. They'll be able to see the screen and see the bids, and they can bid along with everybody else. And once again, we'll put all that information at AnimalRadio.com, all the phone numbers and URLs. And bless you for having this network. Oh, well, of course. Because it is so important. These little babies, these little animals, we are their spokesperson because they can't speak. So those who love animals are very, very special people because, you know, I'm like you. I trust animals more than I do people sometimes. Uh Well, tell us about the pets in your life. Well, right now, currently, I have my marvelous Lucy, the clown. She's a Beagle German Shepherd mix. I always get rescues because uh-huh. I feel that I've saved one from not being here. Thank you. And I have a little Dobie, a little girl by the name of Zoe, who is the only... She's a noodle. You know, I've had Dobies <laughs> all my life, and they're so bright, and they are so smart, and they are so wonderful. My little Zoe is as, as sweet as, a, as the day is long. I mean, she's the dearest little sweet thing in the world. But I don't think there's anything up there but bone. I mean, she, well, that, that's a very endearing term, a noodle. I like that. She's a noodle. Yes. I also, I can't say this. Well, I guess I could, but no, I can't say it. I usually say she's a blonde. <laughs> but everybody, and oh, I must tell you a funny story about this. I was going to the zoo ball with Betty White, and we were driving up in the car and everything. And she says, how is Zoe doing? I said, oh, that poor that little Zoe. She's such a blonde. And then I looked at Betty, who's a blonde, and said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. She said, don't worry, I'm not a natural blonde. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Uh, a little bit about you, because you are an animal lover, if that's okay. okay. Well, not only that, I have a website, and I have an email list for, for owners, moms and dads, of pups who have canine epilepsy. Yeah, is that is that a, a major problem? You know, something is becoming it because breeders, um, sure. they don't care. They, yeah. I shouldn't say they don't care. They they look at the beauty of the of the dogs that they're mating, and that's what they look for. Well, they, when, I, I don't I don't think that's true. I think they look at the almighty dollar is what they look at. Well, that's what I believe, but I don't like to say it on the air. Okay. Uh, and what they do is they breed heartache. Because if a dog has canine epilepsy, it's passed on to her pups. Mm-hmm. So somebody buys these adorable little pups, and somewhere between the age of one and six, they start having seizures. Mm-hmm. So because I had a dog in, in the mid-90s, Pooh Bear, had seizures, and there was no information on the Internet. So what I did is I created a website and an email list so that they could have support, and we answer 
questions from cyberspace, people can just write into my website, and one of the guardian angels will answer them. Somebody very knowledgeable and very who has a dog of her own that has canine epilepsy. So if I can give you my yes, email please. address, it's very simple if you just remember canine epilepsy guardian angels and then put a hyphen in between all of those dot com. So it's canine epilepsy guardian angels dot com but put a hyphen in between or you know what, you can go to Google and type in guardian, uh, epilepsy guardian angels. And, and my website will come up. And, of course, we'll link to it from animalradio.com. And anybody can write and ask questions about their dog that has canine epilepsy, and we will write back. How many dogs would you say this, this affects? Um, we have estimated about 10%, almost 10% of the population. Really? And, and it's growing. With Pooh Bear, how did it manifest itself? She had grand mal seizures, and she had cluster seizures, so oh, they were right God. after another. So she would have seven, eight, nine, ten. What would you have to do? Would you have to administer any medicine or put well, anything yes. in her? What we did, what we learned from a very noted neurologist, Dr. Podell from Ohio. Yes. Uh, he and Dr. Thomas from from University of Mississippi came up with an idea of rectal and oral Valium combined that will stop cluster seizures. And it's the Valium protocol. And we, I also send that out. So if anybody has a dog with cluster seizures, write to me at my website, and I will send you a Valium protocol. It really works. And the other thing is the care of an Epi. Epis are a little bit different than most dogs because they have special needs. They've got a compromised immune system to begin with, and that's why mm. they have epilepsy. Mm-hmm. And with a compromised immune system, you have to be very, very careful of what you feed them, how you care for them. Short-haired dogs need to be covered at night, a blanket over them, because low blood sugar will drop them into a seizure instantly. Wow. So we feed our epis like four or five times a day, little tiny meals all through the day, because we treat them like people who have hypoglycemia. What? How old was Pooh Bear when uh, when this set in? She was uh, three years old, which is right wow. the average in the middle. And did you just? Uh, what did you think? All of a sudden, out of oh, the blue, I you, you knew dying. nothing about I, it. Yeah, I thought she had a heart attack. Yes, <clears throat> and I was just panicked. And what? I found this wonderful neurologist that said, "Don't panic. She has canine epilepsy." And I said, "Like, huh, what's that?" Yeah, it's just like people epilepsy. So with proper care and treatment, can they live a normal lifespan? Yes, they can. We, we had one. We had, we had um, one of our dogs that lived to be 19. Wow. And she had epilepsy all of her life. She was a German short hair pointer, and they don't live that long. Uh-huh. But because they get such good care, they live longer. Plus, I must tell you, my other dogs and other other list members and other guardian angels, I have 25 guardian angels all over the country that answer webmail. Um, they started feeding their dogs home cooking. Uh-huh. And they're healthier, their skin is beautiful, they are got rid of allergies, had their thyroid tested with Dr. Dodds of Hemopet in Garden Grove. Anybody can call, you know, information for Garden Grove, California, get Hemopet. We have found that, listen to this, this is a study that was done of the dogs with seizures were hypothyroid. Mm. So there are many times that the dog with seizures, we we get them tested by Dr. Dodds, they're hypothyroid, we put them on medication, thyroid supplements, and they never have another seizure. Wow. 
I didn't so, know seizures were hereditary. Epilepsy was hereditary. The same way hypothyroidism is hereditary. Wow. You see, my PhD is in nutritional biochemistry, physiology, and endocrinology. Doctor? Yes, Dr. Carson. <laughs> um, but the thing is, is that I was able to use all the things that I studied in college for this because all the studies I did and read were based on animal studies. So I had all the information at my fingertips. So I was able to just take that information and help support and advise with the person's vet. The three of us is like a trifecta. Mm -hmm. uh, we have been able to stabilize these pups, and they've lived long, long lives. Very impressive. Well, if you're one of those people that suffer from, well, I guess you wouldn't suffer. Your 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 pet would suffer from uh, a canine epilepsy. Finally, there's support. The website is www.canine-epilepsy. Dash guardian dash angels dot com. We'll put a link from animalradio dot com as well as all it. kinds of great links. Uh, yeah, I, I really this is this is my avocation. This comes from my heart. There's no charge at all for answering mail. We do this because we care and because we've been there ourselves and we know how devastating seizures are to deal with. And this is of course Joanne Carson, uh, number two for uh, Johnny, and spent a lot of time with uh, Truman Capote able to collect uh, a lot of uh, Truman Capote things that will be auctioned off November 9th to benefit uh, some great organizations and some great projects that you're doing. I right, think Greyhound some... Rescue will benefit from this also. Oh, really? Greyhound Rescue, Hemopet, which is a non-profit yes. blood bank, um, and a couple of other animal rescue charities. I'm very strong about rescuing these little babies. Well, it's a win-win situation, and if only do you get a great Truman Capote item, but you're helping the animals as well. Absolutely. Thanks for all your great work. <clears throat> well, thank you for having this network, because it's very important. Hello, this is Loretta Swift, and I'm on Animal Radio. And please don't forget to stay and neuter. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio Network. And Animal Radio is brought to you by the American Anti-Vivisection Society. Your common everyday purchases can make a big difference for the animals. Get your free compassionate shopping guide by calling the American Anti-Vivisection Society at 1-800-SAY-AAVS. All of a sudden there, I just had a blank. Could you tell? <laughs> just I, Everything I got just, silent for a second. It was like... Uh, I don't know. A brain fart. As I get older. Is that what they call that? Yeah. <laughs> Can I say that on air? That's my horror story. We want to hear <laughs> your horror stories. Yes. One more week. This is it. We'll take your calls. 1-866-405-8405. Up for grabs. Five scoop-free automatic litters. These have saved our lives here at the studio. Judy used to have to, to take care of the litter every day for our studio cats. Don't have to do that anymore. No, and you know what? What's great is there's one that's by my desk, and when they go to the bathroom, sometimes the, swell, the smell can be a little overwhelming, and I know in just a matter of minutes it's going to be scooped up, put away, and the smell is gone. Taken care of, huh? Yeah, I don't have to take care of it. Well, lesson up. Uh, if you want to enter next month's contest for a scoop-free litter, tell us why you're thankful for your cat. You can call us at 1-866-405-8405 or head on over to our website at animalradio.com and hit the pink scoop-free litter. Click on that and enter your story there. Then you, you can enter the story in the privacy of your own home and you don't have to divulge it all on air and everything. Because sometimes that's, that's embarrassing to do. <laughs> animal, the Animal Minutes brought to you by... 
Pet Solution RX, a revolutionary 100% natural first aid treatment for pets. Pet Solution RX is the miracle water that heals everything from hot spots to insect bites. Available at local pet stores or visit www.earthsbalance.com. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. When little Curly, a poodle mix, was rescued by a pet adoption league in Hackettstown, New Jersey, his hair was so badly matted that one of his front paws had to be amputated because the tangles had stopped the blood from getting into it. But Curly got a fancy new leash on life when he was adopted by Sharon and Joe Spitz, who own a canine cafe, a bakery that creates treats for dogs. They said they had no intention of adopting another dog. They already have three, but when they saw a picture of Curly... It was love at first sight. Curly now spends his days working at the bakery, happily greeting the customers and their dogs while wearing fancy collars and outfits. He seems to love his new job and, of course, those doggy treats. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people, too. Animal Radio. You probably have no idea what it's like to be a hot, hairy dog with itchy skin. Thank dog there's relief. Pet Solution RX, I'll always be loyal to you. Instant relief for sensitive skin problems, hot spots, mange, insect bites, and more. 100% natural Pet Solution RX at EarthsBalance.com. Visit EarthsBalance.com for my sake. Whoa. Another fine product from the makers of Dog on It and Gee Whiz. 1-866-405-8405 with your horror stories or any, anything you want. You can email us during the week at yourvoice at animalradio.com. We get uh, thank yous from all of our guests, many of our guests. They'll send us a card, uh, sometimes a, a book or a gift of... What are you holding? I'm holding... Remember Vlade, the dog wizard from last week? Yes, the he, fresh, our Russian friend. He has sent us a bottle of Stolichnanya vodka. Russian vodka. Russian vodka. Whoa. To thank us for the interview. If well, you're you've been welcome. On, yeah, if you've been on Animal Radio, you uh, have a lot to live up to now. <laughs> They're all ringing. I'm just going to go eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Hello? Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Jana. Hi, Jana. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, southern Utah, 60 miles south of Kanab, Utah. Oh, really? Where? What city? Uh, Big Water. Big Water, of course, you know we're located in lovely Kanab, Utah. Yes, that's right. I listen to your show every Saturday here. Oh, very good. And we're now on uh, 93.3 and 101 point, uh, what is it, 101.9 in Kanab, Utah. Right. Th- 93.3 is what I listen on. Very good. Do you have a horror story for us? Yes. I do. Boy, this has really taken off. Okay. Um, I have three indoor cats, house cats. And one day I was looking out my picture window, uh-huh. and I saw this little cat, a black cat, with a mayonnaise jar over its head. One of those plastic <laughs> bonus jars. Oh, no. And um, I recycle things. So somebody must have thrown it in my recycle pile or uh-huh. something and didn't wash it out. Well, I it was jumping in the highway, and I mean, on the road, and and doing circles trying to get it off, and I was like, "Wow!" Oh. I, I, it was kind of funny at first, and then I'm going, "Oh my god!" And it's one of the feral cats. Oh no! Couldn't get it off. No, I got it cornered in a fence, in a corner fence, and I popped it off. And that cat I named Lucky. Uh huh. And ever since then, he just follows me around. Lucky's still around today because. It- you yes. saved you saved him from that mayonnaise job. Yes, and I have a moral to this story or yes. a thing. It's like when people recycle stuff, 
especially like those sick pack holders and stuff like that, yes. or even baloney, you know, the rings on baloney. Yes. Um, you have to cut them. And don't leave plastic bonus mayonnaise jars out. Yes. <laughs> Make sure you rinse those puppies out, huh? Yes. Okay, well, Janice, we're going to uh, get you qualified uh, for the Scoop Free Automatic Litter Giveaway. What would, you, would that change your life if you didn't have to change your litter except every month? Well, I have four inside. It would definitely change everything. <laughs> okay. Well, hold on a second. We need to get some information from you, okay? Okay, great. Thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Don't go anywhere. I'm okay, bye. 1-866-405-8405. Call us all week long or email us at yourvoice at animalradio.com. Uh, as I said earlier for November, we just want to know why you're thankful for your cat, and we'll get you qualified for a scoop-free automatic litter. We have five to give away. They are awesome. They can change your life. If you're leaving us for this hour, remember there's lots more at animalradio.com, 24 hours a day, seven days a week of fresh animal programming. Plus, you can find out how to listen to us at work on your cell phone, just about anywhere, because we are everywhere. It's all about the animals all the time. You can get a 24-hour fix with us. Animalradio.com is the website to check out for that, okay? Remember, if you get an animal this week, please... Spay or neuter. And if you're not sure which one, the doctor. And if you think, well, I'm not going to breed my animal anyway, it stays indoors, there's a lot of health benefits. Your animal can actually live longer. It's like she says, ladies and gentlemen. Also remember, if you get a cat, please do not declaw. We don't let Judy say that part anymore. (laughs) Do not declaw. And if you if you want a certain breed, remember, please, go to a breed rescue online or ask a friend or visit PetFinder.com. Never buy from a puppy mill or a store or a breeder, okay? We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio right here on this fine station. Have a great week. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network.